What's up, Kay? It's cracking. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's a blessing to have you here. Thank you for gracing me with your presence, your friendship, your mentorship. Um, of course, of course. And I wanted to just introduce you to the people. Because you know you be doing things for the people. Always. Yeah. Always. Um, so yeah, introduce yourself. I thought that was your job. You You're right. You wanted to introduce You're right. You're right. Um, before we start, I'm gonna just say, you know, kind of what my intention is. Like I okay. want I am a teacher and I've been a teacher since like 2014. Mm -hmm. And I since stepped out of the traditional classroom. But my aim is to still impact young people. And yeah, we, we just have a lot of things going on in our community that we keep expecting large institutions and the government to solve. And it's like, we can't. So we, I just really want to speak to young people. And so my whole intention for teaching and going into that, that institution was to speak to young people. But again, it's the institution of the government, so it it, it didn't align with me. Right, right. It wasn't for me, but I still wanted to speak to the kids. Um, sorry about that. And one of the things that stuck with a lot of my students, it, like it's crazy because people are always watching you, but kids really watch you. Absolutely. So any like health decision I would make for myself, they would be like, Miss Alfonso, like what's that about? Or why are you always eating so healthy? Why you always be drinking all of this water? Why you be putting lemons in your water? And so, mm -hmm. the whole time, like, they starting to pull up to class with big cups of water and lemon, like. Because they're the most impressionable. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, I'll, they'll see, they'll be like, why are you doing that? And then I tell them why I'm doing that. They're like, hmm, I want to do that too. Like, I want to be healthy. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so, they would always be asking, like, what you eating? What's that? What's that? And, and I wasn't even vegan yet. I was just starting to get, mm -hmm. I was going towards my health journey though. And I was trying to be healthier. So, yeah, I, I, wanted, I want to teach them, now that I'm fully vegan, like I want them to experience, or at least have the information about it. Okay. And then again, to make their decisions how they want to. And even you and I talked earlier about, you know, there's like, there's Dr. Sebi vegan, and then there's, you know, vegan, then there's unhealthy vegan. I think we, we sit nice in that vegan spot. There, there's so many levels there's to that. A lot As a matter of levels. fact, I was just talking to somebody about this yesterday. There's, there's, you have vegetarians, right, who was a totally different classification all alone their own, right? Then, of course, just like anything else, politics, religion, you got that one person that's like, yeah, I like this, but I don't like that. So I'm going to take this out and I'm going to keep this and I'm going to pick it up. And then you had a whole different version of people, right? I never even thought to look up the origin of the name vegan, but one day it just mm. came to me and I'm like, vegetarian humans put together came vegans, right? This is what I told myself. Is that oh. true or not? I don't know, but it makes sense <laughs> to me, right? Boom. So... I'm like, okay, so now the vegans wanted to separate themselves because it's just like, okay, we're veg, we're like, that's our lifestyle, right. so we want to keep that. Like, we're letting you know we're predominantly vegetable humans, right? So I'm like, okay, vegans, boom, makes sense to me, right? Makes sense, yeah, okay. So I'm like, all right, so you got vegetarians over here, they're consuming like 
dairy and you know eggs and things of that nature and there's exceptions for them they just won't consume like the flesh of meat you know what i'm saying but then vegans and then like bona fide vegans you take it as they they don't want anything animal related like they won't wear the clothes like the leather shoes the they don't even consume honey from the bee like me i don't have some honey because you know the medicinal properties is i put it in my tea sometimes like listen that hardcore don't don't ridicule you, but you got them that you got raw. They don't believe in cooking the food over a certain temperature. Then you got plant-based, where it's like we're not doing any processed anything. So all of the mock meats, the all of that alternatives in the supermarket, they don't want parts of that. Like, so it's like levels to this. And then we're not even talking about pescatarians and omnivores and all those people that and flexitarians. Like it just the labels just go on and on and on and on and on. But then, like you said, like, and you got raw vegans, and you got the alkaline vegans, is Dr. Sebi, and I'm just like, the research is like, it's so endless. Because you can be keto and vegan. You can be, you know what I'm saying? Where it's just like, I, right, you know, like, okay. Then I read the book, like, like I told you before, you write for your blood type. So it's just like, all right, not all vegetables and fruits for my blood type, which is all positive, I should be consuming because it's mm -hmm. not healthy for my blood type, right? Because mm -hmm. my blood type, my blood type, believe it or not, um, I'm supposed to be a meat eater because mm -hmm. the differentiations like between some of them. So for example, I produce a lot of acid in my stomach. Mm -hmm. So I have the Why? acidity to break down the meat. That's all positive. Oh. Yeah. So I have a lot of acidity in my stomach so I can break down the meat. So I'm supposed to be a meat eater. Now, blood type A, they're automatically supposed to be vegetarians because they have like, minimal amounts of acidity. So they can't break down the meat like someone who's O positive. But remember I told you like my journey is, is, you know, it's a personal transition for me, which is why it's so meaningful. You know, it wasn't for, oh, I need to lose weight or, um, I'm gonna hop on this trend real quick. Yeah. Like, it wasn't none of that. It was it was really started out as health reasons and then it just transformed into a whole passion. So, you know, there's really levels to this, but yeah. it goes deep. I mean, do you do you mind talking about your journey to veganism? Like what made you turn vegan? I definitely share that willingly. So um it started out early for me. Like I'm 38.9, so well, yeah, 38 now I should say. And um this, so this was like back freshman year high school. You know we, we learned from early. Yeah, we learned from. Uh, nah, not even. I would say freshman year, freshman year high school. So I want to say this was like maybe ninety seven. Yeah, we. That's my big sis. Listen, I'm trying. <laughs> that's what we say, big sis, right? So, yeah. So I, you know, you do self. Breast exams, you touch me, you touch me. I'm like, I don't, I don't seem to, I don't seem like I got extras. You know what I mean? Like, what are we talking about? So I went to my mom about it, and she was like, huh? She was like, all right, we'll make your appointment. You know, so I went to see a breast specialist, and he was like, all right, if I put the needle in the cyst and fluid comes out, you won't have to have any surgery. But if no fluid comes out, Ain't gonna have to have surgery. Just my luck, no fluid comes out. So now, freshman year in high school, I gotta have my first surgery ever in life. 
And that was scary to say the least because it's just like, you know, now he's talking about if he doesn't do the surgery, it could then develop into cancer and all of these things. And so... Mm. So is that what the cysts were? Like tumors? It could have, no, it could have turned into it if I let it sit there. But um, at the time it wasn't, it wasn't threatening, but it had the potential to become. Mm. So my aunt, who was a full-fledged vegan at the time, she had called to check on me one day and she said, listen, we're hearing so much right now with the chicken and, you know, everything's running rampant with it and hormones and it has everything to do with what you're eating, you know. Because this is coming from a woman, like, bona fide Seventh-day Adventist Christian, so they take it back to eating. Like, they're all about LNG, right? White, like, readings and writings. What's LNG? She, she's, a, she's a prophetess, and a Seventh-day Adventist Christian prophetess. So she has a lot of books out about like where you're supposed to live, how you raise your children, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So she has a book called Back to Eden, and it mm. talks about the eating lifestyle of a Seventh-day Adventist Christian. So you know what's crazy? Mm. That's crazy because my ex is a Seventh-day Adventist, and she, she wasn't vegan, but her and her mom... It was, it's basically very, it's very clean. Mm -hmm. It's basically just fish. Like, mm -hmm. it's mad clean. So it's funny that you say that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's like a thing in Seventh-day Adventist culture. Yeah, because real, like, true, real practicing Seventh-day Adventist Christians, like, that's their eating lifestyle. Why? Like, because you know? they, they believe in, like, like, Nature provides all that mm. you need. So it's, that's, that's, I'm not So right fruits, now. nuts, grains, water, the sun, like, those, those are the things that we need to sustain and that's what they really believe in. Yeah. You know, um, when it comes to, like, anything meat related, they'll take you back to the Bible a period of time. They're like, oh, but God gave them, gave the people, the children of Israel meat to eat. But they're like, yeah, but it was only temporary because they went, were in a land of, of famine and, he, they needed something to eat, so that's why he provided mm. it to them. But y'all went and y'all took it to a whole nother level. Y'all eat this shit every day. And because of greed, he started making it come through the people's nose. Like, it's in the Bible, and it talks about that whole thing. And people would never separate themselves Yo. from that. Like, that's a whole thing. Like, I'll tell you the Bible. Yo. The well, I didn't hear no book for this interview. <laughs> Listen, we, we, gonna, we gonna talk today. We gonna talk today. See. A lot of people wouldn't even know that I'm, I'm versed so much when it comes to Seventh-day Adventist Christianity because I, but I, I was raised in the church my entire life, you know, mm -hmm. and it was great. Don't get me wrong. Like, I wouldn't change my upbringing for anything. I didn't even know you were a Seventh-day Adventist or grew up that way, right? Yeah, but it has a lot to do with my development, too, like, in my character. Like, it all started from within the church, so, you know, um... Just my love for humanity and, and, you know, nature and, you know, the foods that I eat and making sure that I live right and I practice what I preach and making sure, my, my, making sure that my body is my temple. Of course, they wouldn't disagree. They would probably disagree with me with that because they'd be like, oh, you got tattoos on your body. It's a like, my mom would come to me still now. She'd be like, stop marking up your skin. And I'm like, mommy, we sharing the body? Like... You know what I'm saying? Last time I checked. Last time that saying. I checked. I told I told the other day I said, "Listen, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get one last one that's gonna say mommy across my neck." <laughs> She's funny. <laughs> Yo, I love bothering my mother. Yeah. It's so funny. That's honestly the best way to do a Caribbean parent. That's how my, my my two brother did it. He just his first tattoo said mommy. See? Oh no, he said it said sham. Oh, because what you gonna say? Exactly. Like, but um. But yeah, so you know, she um she said, you know, it's in the food and you just definitely gotta 
change your lifestyle. So for me, you know, I, I've always been advanced for my age. You know, it doesn't really take much to convince me when it's rational. Mm -hmm. So, you know, she made it make sense. And I'm just like, valid point. It's either I'm going to let this continue to be a reoccurring problem or I'm going to just let this be the result. So just like that, I was like, I clipped it. I just stopped eating meat. And I was never really a big meat eater like that anyway. Yeah. My struggle was probably the chicken. But after a while, you know, with everything that you do consistently, it becomes a practice. Mm -hmm. And then the practice becomes a behavior. And the behavior just turns into a lifestyle. Um, I have a question. So around what year is this? What's that? That you decided, like, I'm clipping it. I'm going to be a vegan. Oh, it was that same time that I had Like 97? Yeah. Okay, so it's like 1997. Yep. It's I like I'm 15 at this time. Yeah, 15 years old. That's, okay, so it's like 1997, right? Mm -hmm. Um. And you just you in school. Mm -hmm. What did What are you eating? What you ate? But remember, I'm at a Seventh Day Adventist school. I didn't know that. So I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Mm. <laughs> my mom was serious about that she said oh Shit. we live this life so i want you in an environment that continuously teaches you what you learn and what you know like i didn't she didn't want me in a regular school mm -hmm. so she's like oh we we want you in the educational system that's going to continue to incorporate religion Ooh. into your education so that was actually one of my graduation requirements from junior high what? i had to learn like the Ten Commandments, the um, what is it? The I forget, I forget what they call it, but it's the oh, the three angels' messages. It's, it's this whole like segment in Revelation that you had to learn. I forgot how many chapters it is, but it's just like you had to learn it. And they took you out one by one, and they made you recite all of these different scriptures from the top. You had to know every single book of the Bible from memory. Genesis to Revelation, all the books in the Old Testament. All the books in the New Testament, and it had to be in order. You still know? Nah, I'm not even gonna lie to you on that one. Like, I'm not even gonna lie to you on that one. I'm like, whew, there's, yeah, there's some in the middle that I'm missing, but um, yeah. And it's so funny because they wanted me to spit it to them in the order that it is in the Bible, but the Bible wasn't written in the order in which it's it's put together. Now? Yeah, like mm. it's really not. As a matter of fact, it's backwards. It started with Revelations? No, like, even though it started like Old Testament with New Testament, there's still segments that, from the mixed back up. of the book, that yeah, it's all mixed mm. up. Yeah. You had, you had to learn what was the, the, the shortest, what was the shortest um, book of the Bible, what was the longest book, like, what's the shortest uh, chapter, what was the shortest verse, like, they went deep into it. But that was my whole life, though. So it was just like, after a while, I'm like, there gotta be more out here than this church thing. Like, what's out there? Like, why y'all don't want me to know what's out there? Like, I just pulled the blinds off one day and was like, I'm going outside. I just peeled off and never looked back. Mm. <laughs> like, I, I, I had fun with it for what it was, but I feel like um, had I not separated myself from the church, I would have never really truly found myself. Mm -hmm. I would have just been living a life that other people wanted me to live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you went to Seventh Day Adventist school up till grade twelve. Um, nah. 
up until ninth grade, so freshman year high school. Because they have a high school, so they have a elementary school, junior high, and then they have a high school. But you left. Yeah, because like right around sophomore year high school, um, my family moved to Long Island. So I started at a totally different school. And it wasn't even like a regular high school either. It was like Suffolk County, Long Island in like a ritzy area in Dix Hills. Like kids was driving BMWs to school. Like it was, I was like... I'm used to the train. I the number one take me everywhere I need to go. Like, I'm like, what are we talking about here? But it was different. But it didn't really take me long to meet people. Like, yeah. you know, because I showed up there looking different automatically. Right, right, right. Like, I, for the first time, I didn't have to do uniform. Mm, so you so like, I'm, I'm coming, stepping out. I'm coming with the New York fire, and they looking at me like, you're not from here, are you? Like, I'm like, nope, surely not. Like, the minute they find out that you're from New York, they always want to, oh, I got this cousin in Brooklyn, like, I be in Brooklyn all the time, and I go to Queens on a weekend. Are you from Brooklyn? Nah, that's okay. just what they would tell me, like, we used to live um in Manhattan, like, mm -hmm. uptown, Roger the theater. Okay, right, right. Yeah, so that's, like, my old stomping ground. But, yeah, man, <laughs> we moved out to Long Island, and everything was different. Yeah. Like, Were y'all still going to Seventh-day Adventist church? Yeah. Funny enough, like, and that's on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... So even that, because I was so submerged in the church, like, I knew Saturdays were restricted. Mm. You weren't allowed to do certain things from sundown to sundown. So Friday night to... Or not even Friday night because the sun set earlier during the winter hours. Mm -hmm. So whatever sunset was on a Friday evening to the next day sunset, you weren't allowed to do certain things. Like the Sabbath, like y'all Jewish. Absolutely. So, so is Seventh Day Adventist culture like Judaism, or to is that... some degree? Okay. I think if I if I had to really pinpoint the major difference, other than the, you know, the, the language and, um, the you know the way that they dress and how they live their lifestyle, it's uh as far as doctrine go, they don't acknowledge the New Testament. I mean, yeah, yeah, they don't. Okay. Right, yeah, right, they right. live by the Old Testament and. You know, Seventh-day Adventist Christians, they um, they recognize the New Testament because they're all about prophecy and the second coming and all of those things. Judaism, you're not going to hear about that. Seven to some now, what are you allowed to do? Um, honestly, just worship, commune, you know, commune, that is like, like, that like that's your time for prayer and just really like making your connection to God and... Sometimes you fast because they feel about the extra. You, can you eat? Yeah, you can eat unless you made the decision to, to fast. fast. Yeah, okay. or if like say the church and themselves were utilizing this Sabbath or this day to have like fasting, fasting and prayer. Mm. They believe that you know once you're not so weighted by food, like that's your clarity or your moment where you can really connect with God because you're not really focused on the food. A lot of times they feel like you know. You like how when you eat, you get the itis? Like, oh, you want to think about it? Depending, depending on what you eat. That part, too. <laughs> um, so they just felt like if you didn't eat, you could be a little more focused, you know what I mean? Like, so. I think that's interesting, too, because I feel like a lot of... I'm not sure if it was a, a black church, but I feel like a lot mm -hmm. of black yes. culture, right? Mm -hmm. Is Seventh-day Adventist a black thing? Um, It's actually multicultural. Okay, cool. Yeah. So... But yeah, a lot of black churches are very focused on feeding everybody. 
And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's very food focused and mm-hmm. let's eat a bunch of food and it doesn't matter what kind of food it is. So right. the right. fact that Seventh Day Adventists is like, we're, we can eat, but it's going to be healthy. Right. It's going to be healthy and we're going to, we're thinking about the, the words that's in the Bible where it's like, we're not going to be greedy. We're not going to eat this kind of animal. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's really interesting. Funny enough though, I will admit, people who don't really follow the true teachings, you know, they deviate from that, you know, because I remember being at church sometimes, people warming up their lunch, it'd be curry chicken. That would be like, what is happening here? So you, could, you couldn't really eat chicken at some Adventists? They did eat it, but again, if you talking about you following the true teachings, like... That's not supposed to be something that you could consume. Perfect example, you know how you compare it to Judaism? The Jews do not deviate from what they're supposed to eat. They're so far as we know. You, that part. Right. It's the same thing with Seventh-day Adventists. Right, right, right. It's got to be kosher. It's got to be this, that, third. Uh, 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 uh. It's the same thing with Seventh-day Adventists. But again, you know, it's just like people pick apart what they, what they want. They want all across the board that happens all the time with everything yeah that's a fact even though we talked about um i mean i haven't really said this to you but when you talk about how i I take from religions like that's what i say you know Mm -hmm. like because yeah this is fire this is fire this is fire Mm -hmm. um i don't necessarily feel locked down to one thing and i feel like all these religions are really saying the same thing absolutely but for some reason people who our leaders of certain religions decide to vilify other religions for whatever reason. Yeah. And I'm just not on that. Like, I think that's very weird. You know, it is. We just, we live in a society that's just based on violence. classification. Okay. Think about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm down. I'm just, I just brought it straight to violence. No, no, you're right though. They like to classify so that they can have a reason to fucking be violent towards yeah, it. Yeah, no, you're right. Because again, you know, like, we all know hate and racism that, that's taught. You know what I mean? Because you watch kids all the time. Kids will, kids will teach you all you need to know. You know what I mean? The innocence and the purity that comes with the child. Like they, but we get older to a certain point where along the way we adapt certain behaviors and lifestyles and we pick from this and that person. This one's telling you this thing and that and then next thing you know you grow I'm an adult, I don't like this, and I don't like this person, I don't like these kinds of people. Yep. And now we have another jerk in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like it's that whole conditioning. But you're fortunate to have some people that will break that cycle and then you have those that will continue to perpetuate that, you know? So So are seventh day Adventists vegan? They're supposed to be, yeah. They are. But remember, they were always labeled as vegetarians like the original like vegetarians okay yeah so you stayed in seventh day Adventist school till ninth grade mm-hmm. what was like a typical meal and and okay so was was lunch vegan for everybody all the time every day at school mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what what are they serving y'all in 1997 as a vegan okay as a vegan um, school Everybody's eating vegan food? Yeah. Vegan, not vegetarian. Like everybody's eating vegan food in 97. Pretty much. For the moment. Well, actually, let me not say that because I'm listening to what you said. Um, they were s- serving vegetarian food. Okay. Yeah. They were, they were doing the dairy, but they weren't doing any of the meat. Like, 
they would have like um like pizza or they'll have like um they'll give you milk with your lunch you know it might be rice and beans or like stuffed uh eggshells like you know the ricotta cheese facts, facts. but again so my mom being my mom she's like listen um I know you said she's approved for this lunch, right? For this free school lunch, but um, she can't have this and she can't have that. And they're like, well, this is what it is. And in order for, for her to get this lunch, she got to drink this milk. And so my mom's like, well, why can't she just have this and maybe a juice or something? Like, what's the big deal? And they're like, she got to have this milk. My mom was like, hmm, well, then you can hold all of that. Yo, my mom woke up every morning and pack my lunch for me religiously. Mm. I was coming to school with like loaded sandwiches. I'm talking about Tupperware with like dinners, like for lunch. I'm talking about rice and peas with like some vegan meat and vegetables. And on the cold days, she sent me with the thermos with the chili and the rice. And I'm all of my friends are watching me like this, like. <laughs> what what is vegan what would you what was vegan meat in 1997 so why i'm so amazed at this is i mean i'm jamaican too like you mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm jamaican and trini but i really was raised like jamaican gotcha. i grew up with my mother um and just seeing my trini family on holidays type shit so and it's not that not to say that there's not like now that i know now like, but there's little vegan staples in mm -hmm. caribbean food mm -hmm. but it wasn't given that, you feel right. me? So ninety-seven, I'm I'm like five, right? So <laughs> like, that's how early I'm like yeah, yeah. fixes for a yeah. like I'm like five and I'm Mom, like let's go to make the first of all, I don't even really eat like that, but yeah. when I do eat, um, it's like um like you I really it's crazy to think about the shit that we used to eat. Cause every my mom is a single, she was basically a single mom mm -hmm. with three kids. Okay. And so now as an adult, I understand how hard it is to just take care of yourself, period. Much less three other young people. Mm -hmm. That shit is difficult. So, Absolutely. with that being said, she had a system. Thursday is for pizza. Lit. New York pizza, 90s, fire. Amazing. <laughs> Lit. Fridays is for Chinese food. Okay. And then Saturday morning we probably having leftovers. Like to think about that shit now is crazy. My mom do what she has to do. My mom definitely do what she has to do. But yeah. I'm like, yeah, I wanted McDonald's all the time. I wanted like I definitely was eating all the pizza or whatever the fuck I was doing. I wasn't eating much. Mm -hmm. I wasn't eating much until my mother sent me away to Jamaica. Okay. And then her sister, you know how Jamaicans do it. Like if you don't eat, like you're not getting up from the table. Discipline. That's it. Mm -hmm. I'm not mad at it, but yeah, I had to eat all the porridge. I had to, and so I came back and I was like, I had an appetite, and I'm like, yeah, I was getting force fed and I was getting my ass beat, so I started to eat more. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Don't crazy. Don't do that to your kids. Don't do that. Don't do that. But I did eat more. Listen, whatever works for every every different folks with different strokes. Um, I'm not gonna act like my aunt was like abusing me, but. It was, you know, she grew up, she, she was born in like 1940-something in Jamaica. Jamaica's already mm. a third world country and it's just like behind, I guess, on how we're going to rear our children. So, and just a bunch of other things, but 
that was her methods. Like, I have to eat it. I have to. Right. And now I feel like that's not cool. But then it was, it was what had to be done. And if she didn't do it, I don't know if I would be eating. Yeah. So, but before before I went to Jamaica when I was five and ninety-seven, she would order the Chinese food. I would just eat like the chicken skin. The thing about it now is gross, but I just I wouldn't really eat the chicken. I would just kind of like nibble on this, nibble on that. Mm. I was very skinny or, or maga, as Jamaicans mm. say. I was very maga. Maga. I was little. Um, or if we get McDonald's, I would just eat the fries, or I would eat some of the pizza. I would never eat, finish my food or really eat much of my food. I think that's a lot of kids though that age. Like, Could be my brothers yeah. used to eat their food. My brother was like my my twin was my size. He was eating. Mm. I just really wasn't eating. Okay. I just wanted to like drink juice and like just turn up, watch TV all day, cartoons. Um, he was turning up at five. Whatever that looked like for a five year old. Give me the juice. Give me oh, the juice. Man. But yeah, so like the thought of the concept of like healthy food or right. what that even looked like. Like I don't even I don't I can't say right now that my mom was making mad salads like. I don't think that that was, that's, I don't think she was doing that. Right. So, yeah, like, what, the, what, 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 what does vegan meat in 97, like, where do you even go and get that? So, um, again, like, so, in the Back to Eating, uh, teachings, they talk about, like, just, you know, your regular. Back to Eating is your, your aunt's book. Yeah, well, that's, well, anybody can read, but it, that's, um, LNG White's book. LNG? Yeah, LNG White. LNG White. Mm hmm Yeah, called Back to Eden. And it talks about, you know, just... Uh, LNG White is your aunt? No, 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 no. that's it's the author, the, the prophetess of that book. Oh, and yeah. it's the book that your aunt puts you on to. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it talks about just your basic...